0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner,
1: play action, looking punch, throws down the middle, touchdown! Arkansas, oh my!
0: Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, punch.
1: With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from.
0: Sterner, very confident. Going down the middle.
1: Hey, this Clint Sterner putting on a
0: show. Check them
1: out or visit online at MSAStore.com. Play fake.
0: Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow.
1: All right, let's bring him in. Sorry, Clint, we're a little late today. Got a little hung up on the first segment. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. It's it's, uh, no big deal, brother. I I know how it is. That means y'all got got some good conversation going. We had a good debate.
1: Yeah, we had a good debate off the top about the playoff. And honestly, I thought, I don't think anybody can make, and look, I'm not disrespecting TCU, except I kind of am. I think most people would make an argument. I think the majority would. Fine. You want to say 51% fine. 50.5%, Wes. I think most people think Ohio State's a better football team than TCU. So I was a little disappointed or surprised. I thought they cowered a little bit, the fact they weren't going to put two Big Ten teams against each other, and obviously it would be a rematch. But I thought that's the way it should have stacked up. It should have been Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. It's no big deal, I guess, at the end of the day. I think Georgia's going to roll everybody anyway. But what would you think about the order? What do you think about the matchups?
0: I, look, I, I love the matchups, man. I, I, I and mean, I'm fine with the order. I, look, I, I think a team not playing in a in a championship game basically having a bye. I mean, they get skull drug one week and they have a bye. I mean, they're lucky to be in, much less be bumped a, a ahead of, of TCU. For me, I mean, that's I understand the debate. I, I think there's a hell. I mean, there's there's debate that there's teams you know just inside the top ten that are better than you know some of the some of the, a couple of the teams that are in. Mm-hmm. So. um you know, I, I think we we have for days. I understand. I understand why y'all went a little bit long in that first set. <laughs> yeah. But I look, I, I like it though, man. I I mean, as much as I, as critical as I've been of Ohio State, and as as unfortunate as I, as I think it is that that they they're in there after what we what I just said, uh, I do think that they they ended up getting it right. I mm-hmm. mean, we can argue we can argue two losses versus the Skull Dragon. Um, you know, we can argue the loss from USC with an injured quarterback in the in the in the Pac-12 championship, and what does that look like? But when it's all said and done, um, I'm okay with where they landed.
1: Yeah, me too. Okay, Arkansas going to the Liberty Bowl against Kansas. Wes was talking about the matchup. Arkansas's run game against Kansas's porous run defense seems to be, especially knowing that KJ's come back and the good vibes going in. Maybe uh, Arkansas can make a little statement here and finish off with a winning record.
0: Well, look, I mean, first of all. I mean, it's bowl season, and, and we're going to bowl, and another disappointment in six wins. But, um, I mean, I, I'm just stoked i get another Razorback game to get yeah. up for and, and, and celebrate. So, that number one. Number two, K.J. Jefferson coming back is absolutely huge, folks. I mean, not only him as a leader, as a player. I mean, I just think he's a perfect fit. Love or hate Kendall Bryles, I think he's a perfect fit for what Kendall Bryles um, identity is and what, you know, if Kendall Brow's offense is going to have a chance to hit on all cylinders. I think that this is the kind of guy that's going to do it. It's not going to be your smaller, quicker uh, quarterback. It's not going to be your your pocket-passing quarterback. It's going to be a big body guy that can get downhill between the tackles. And, again, I, I'll, I'll say I think mean, K.J. Jefferson's got a lot of room to improve in terms of being a pocket passer and being a polished passer of the football. But i tell you what, he's clutch as hell. And a couple of plays here, a couple of plays there. You know, this is the we're sitting at eight wins, and really, if he's healthy all year long, I know it's an if. Then, then I mean, you can argue we should be right in the same category we were in last year. So um, him coming back is absolutely huge. Gives Kendall Brows and Sam Pittman another year to figure out what they're going to do with the backup. You got the portal that's going crazy. You got recruiting. What are they going to do with the backup? I don't think. Leaning on a true freshman coming in um, is is necessarily the best way to go with the portal being an option right now. So <clears throat> they got a year. Us as fans, we can say, hey, that's not only big to have KJ back, but it's big because as a as a fan of the program now, you would hope they got another year to go find a guy that can that can be next in line. So hmm. all of that is absolutely beautiful, and we got another game to celebrate. So. Now you get to the Kansas matchup. I, I think just off the cuff, I haven't done a whole lot of stuff. I, I do watch Kansas because my boss lady here in Houston and and my 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 co-host every day they're, they're Jayhawks, and so I do follow just so I can just so I can have a little ammunition with those guys on every Monday morning. I, I think off the cuff, this is one of those games where if Arkansas handles their business, which we've said this many a time this this, this year, and they hadn't always started the right way or. Are played up to up to snuff, but if they handle their business, if they play the brand of football that we know they can, which they should be able to do against, against Kansas, and I'm really talking about the offense, then they should be able to squeeze these guys out. You know, I mean, it, it, no, who knows what's going to happen in the first quarter, but this is one of those things where if you just keep applying pressure with that big-time run game, you should be able to squeeze the clock, shorten the game, and ultimately separate the second half. I mean, this this is a good matchup for Arkansas. There are uh,
1: a lot of people around the state uh, thinking about Jacoby Criswell coming back to Arkansas. He entered his name into the portal, made that announcement yesterday. Clint, did you ever get to work with uh, Chriswell when he was at Moralton?
0: Yeah, I had Jacoby quite a bit. I, mean, I was still in, in Arkansas, but right before he was coming out, I had him right up until he made the decision uh, to go to North Carolina. We um, worked with him quite a bit through, through that, that process as well. Um, and, and I think Arkansas would have had a chance to get him coming out had Sam Pittman been there, it was like when he was—he was literally coming down to crunch time. Like, I got to tell Coach Mack Brown, yes or no? And Sam Pitt—he had just met Sam Pittman a week earlier, you know. So it was kind of one of those where Sam coming in didn't really have a chance to build a relationship. The program was was a mess at the time, and and uh, Jacoby—I I think he made the right decision. He went and sat behind. Um, what was the kid's name that had graduated last year? The Baker Mayfield look a lot. Sam there you go. He went and sat behind Sam Howe and which I thought was a great a great decision, a mature decision to go up there and sit behind him. When he graduates, you take over. Well, unfortunately, Drake May, uh, a legacy quarterback at North Carolina, the quarterback back in the day, and now we know Drake May obviously fourth in the country in passing. Um, thirty five plus touchdown responsible for. Um I well, think it was even more than that actually. But but um I mean, he ended up being a special player. So Jacoby's in a spot where it's like, okay, now, thank God for the portal. Now I can transfer and go find another place. And I think Arkansas – I just got through talking about the opportunity for Arkansas to find a guy um, that fits. You're talking about a big body quarterback, not quite as big as KJ, but a big body quarterback that can run the ball downhill between the tackles. And I'm talking about a special arm talent. Um, one of the more powerful arms that I've ever worked with um, – And and it's one of those strokes that I didn't teach him. Um, Nobody in the quarterback training world taught him. He just naturally is gifted to throw the football. And that would be, I think, a really really good get if Arkansas could convince him to come in. And uh, and and I I think this, I I think it'd be a really good fit for Jacoby as well. Uh, I don't know what his other options are. I think there's a couple of other schools out there in the mix that are that are coming after him. I'd imagine there'd be more as as he goes along. But um, I think he would be a great fit at Arkansas. That's if he if he wants to play. The hey, I'm gonna go sit behind KJ. KJ's been hurt, missed games last year. Get a little bit of run there, and, and then have me a year. I, I can't. I know he's got two years left, but I can't remember if COVID-19 guys can get a fifth year. So I don't know if he's got two. I don't know if he's got three
1: years to play two. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, we looked this up, Clint. 2020 was his first year, a COVID year. 2021, he only played four games. Or 2022 this year, he could technically, because he didn't play four games, he could redshirt. So he he basically could come in with already two redshirt years with COVID and a a regular redshirt. So three years of experience, but only one actual year. So he could have three more years is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I mean so so he's in a if that's the case, I mean Wes, he's in a really good position to again go in and and sit and sit behind the quarterback knowing, hey, this is a perfect fit for me. I'm at home and now I've got you know, it's it's I'm gonna learn the offense and and I'm gonna have time to 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 settle in and then I'm gonna take the job over. Now it's college football. The the problem is once he transfers this time. You get one free pass, and the next is going to cost you a year. So he's got to make a he's got to make a business decision, and he's going to be offered he's going to be offered by some guys that are going to promise him a starting job, I believe. And Arkansas can't do that. So it just comes down to whether you know whether he's willing to be patient and and uh, whether Arkansas is the right fit for him. But I do think if Kendall Brow and Sam Pittman can get Kobe um, Chriswell or a guy like that, uh, that that would be big. That that field, guys, is what is what turns me on the most. Is that that? I mean, again, not six three, six four like KJ is, not quite as big as KJ, but you're talking about a big, thick kid that mm-hmm. can run it and can absolutely sling it. Yeah. So that would be that'd be nice.
1: Yeah, I loved watching him high school. Christian tells us that he's coming for a visit on Friday. So. Apparently they are making some progress there. Hopefully that works out. Um, let's ask about the NFL a little bit here. I have had my eye on Dallas for a while. Not I'm not a Dallas fan. Obviously I root for them because their games are on the station. But um, I've felt good enough about them the last few weeks to throw a few bucks at them on a futures wager to maybe win the whole darn thing. And I mean, to some degree, as much as Dallas is capable, they've been flying under the radar a little bit because the Eagles have been such a big story and the chaos in the AFC. What do you think about Dallas? Do they look like a potential championship contender to you now?
0: Yeah, look, I, I think they do. I mean, I've, again, I've been very critical of, of the Cowboys since the Romo days, just thought that they were really pretenders. I didn't think they were ever pretenders, even last year, the year before. Um, you know, it's one of those deals where I, for whatever reason, I just, like last night, I'm sitting there watching that game, Pollard is in the game, getting a lot of the action. They're truly not just talking about using Zeke as a short yardage back and as a complimentary back They're doing it. Um, I, I mean, the, the way in which Kellen Moore is, I think he's had the, the, the tendency to, to try to be, which we're all familiar with, right, with, with Kendall at Arkansas. He's mm-hmm. A really good coordinator, but gets you like, you know, he's doing a really good job of settling into that sweet spot of, I mean, just using all the creativity around number eighty-eight around CD Lamb, and it's working. You know, it's not it's not throwing the ball and being such a vertical, you know, a, a, I mean, just committed to the vertical passing attack that you don't know, get yourself in trouble. It's more geared towards okay, let's get creative with CD Lamb and and make Pollard more of a featured back those two things have been absolutely game changers for the Cowboys and that defense is just I mean they're 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 the real deal I mean they they can they have the option guys what's impressive is they have the option to sit back and go okay in the first quarter can we can we apply pressure and stop the run with our front four right okay if we can't then let's Bring more pressure, or before we, I tell you what, before we take a bunch of risk in our secondary and give give the opponent a chance to make big plays, let's move eleven around and, and see if he can go out there and create pressure from linebacker depth or create pressure from inside or outside. They've just got a ton of options, and so I, I like I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys when they bump up against um, if they get there. Obviously, I like the Cowboys when they bump up against the high scoring offense. Mm-hmm. as well as the ground-and-pound offenses. I yeah. think they got odds.
1: Yeah, the game in a few weeks with the Eagles could be epic. Uh, I want to mention, too, on yeah. the way out here, I was looking through the polls, and AP poll mirrors the playoff poll. Coaches poll has OSU third, and the Super 16 poll has OSU third. So there are obviously a lot of people who are of the opinion. So there's well,
0: Justin, look, I'll, I'll be I'll, look, I'll be honest with you. I'm com- I'm surprised that the college football playoff committee didn't have a third. That's yeah. I mean, I, I I'll argue that the only reason they didn't do that is because they don't want Michigan, you know, Ohio State. It's 100 percent the reason. Finish, yeah. you know,
1: yep, with you. Right. I don't, I don't, I mean, don't I
0: think there's any doubt. The love affair with Ohio State, and look, I'm not. I'm not Ohio State's a great, great, great school. I get it. I'm great, great program. I get it. But the love affair with them. It, Typically supersedes any kind of common sense, if we're being honest. I feel like this year they got it right because I look, I, and I'll be honest with you, man. I, I'm not a Big Ten guy. I, I mean, it, it's hard for me to get into Big Ten football. I was into that Ohio State Michigan matchup now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were. I mean, I, I'm on the edge of my seat, Justin. I, I can't say I've ever done that. This year, I'm going to tell you, I, I was in I was in on a couple of Pac 12 games this year, man. The, yep. the way that the Pac 12 is, is getting better. I was on the edge of my seat a couple of times, and, and that's the Usually it's Big 12 because I'm in Big 12 country. I watch a lot of it here. And then in the SEC, obviously, weekly, we're on the edge of our seats. But outside of that, man, I, I can't say that those other two conferences, particularly the Pac-12 and the Big 10, have ever really done it before, Man, This year it's been fun.
1: I'm with you. Uh, what's missing? The ACC. Step your game up, kids. Clint, I appreciate Ooh. you. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you Friday.
0: All right, brother. Y'all be good, man. Go home. All
1: right, thank you. Clint Sterner, courtesy of Motorsports Authority. Appreciate him. Appreciate them.